welcome forward once again into the daily 820 episode. This is part two of the question and answer series with the esteemed Karan Evan Ahmad. When people say like you can call me anytime, they don't really mean call me anytime. You know, I know I don't mean that. Um, or like, oh, I'll be a shoulder to cry on. Like, no one really wants to be a shoulder to cry on because that's, I mean, that's also a little manipulative to that person too. Because you're kind of just saying like, you're fulfilling this one role I need. And, but what about what they're going through? They can't be your shoulder to cry on? Like, mm. it's like, it's kind of like you kind of materialize them and turn them into just a, a an object. shoulder. An object. An object. Objectifying the person to just be your thing. So you really can't bring anybody with you on that journey. But how does that relate to the, the lesson you gave me a month or two ago about loving everyone? How does that fit into that, that overall construct of you must love everyone, not to engage them and make out with them or marry them, but to love them, wouldn't you be that person either saying it or doing it to be that, that go-to person or the, the, the shoulder to cry on and the, or the arms to hug with? How does that match up to love everyone yet you won't be that person that, that you think they need for you from you? Well, loving everyone also means loving yourself too. And loving yourself means respecting yourself and knowing that, you know, your limitations and knowing what you, your limit and what you can accept and do for another person. Like, no person should feel like they want to be objectified or be a shoulder to cry on because everyone needs somebody to like, just listen to them sometimes with it. But not everyone can just handle that over and over and over again because we all have our fair share of stuff to deal with. So loving everyone doesn't mean that you have to be at their will and do whatever they want because love isn't always about doing what people want. You do what you feel they need or feel that you need. And it's just a balance between those two things. So you don't have to, it's not about, because I love you, I'm going to fulfill this, I'm going to, you can cry to me all the time. Because no, because I mentally can't go through that. I can't, every time I talk to somebody, I can't hear them cry and, and go through something. Because I, I still have my day that I need to make sure it's good. And my wants and needs, I need to make sure it's all right. So it's just about respect. Well, on that point right there, I was going to ask a question about a minute ago. If love everyone is the baseline that's the construct that's your default that's where you start every moment every day you love everyone but you said there are limitations to that how is that possible to have an undying unstructured limit i mean unlimited love that we came here through yet you're saying the execution of that as an individual is limited because love can happen in many ways. It's not a limitation of love, it's a limitation of how you show up with people. You know, you can still love people and not answer every call. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means that you don't feel like talking to them. Uh, <clears throat> and like I said, loving everyone doesn't even mean that you have to have a relationship with them. Like loving a person without a home on the street or loving a person who did a terrible thing. It's not about like, I'm gonna talk to them. It's just, you love them, you won't. Because mm -hmm. the two things are 
you can either love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. I would choose love every time because hate right, is right. hated and love are very similar. You know, you always think about that person that you hate or love. Mm-hmm. They control your feelings even when they're not there. You know, they may have an impact on how you conduct your own life without them even being there. So it's kind of obsessive those two feelings. So I'd rather love somebody in a positive sense rather than hate them in a right. negative sense. So. It's not really about limiting your love. It's about limiting what, how you show up for them. That's it. Okay. So let's come back to the, not the example, the realness of my sister Nancy going through this and still going through it. I sent her a text or a call every now and then just to check on her. Again, my thing is I have nothing that can, in my head, help her through this. But just me loving her is me contacting her. Let her know I'm here. But what does it mean? I don't know what it means. This means that she's my sister. She's someone I know for over 30 years. I want to be there for her. Maybe because I'm, I don't know, just don't have any reference for that pain she's going through. But I just want to give her something to, I don't know, I don't know what, what I'm, why I'm doing it, just because I need to do it. But I wonder, coming back to that, what 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 do you think would be helpful for her other than what I told you I'm doing, which is saying in contact with her and calling or texting her during the week? Anything besides that you think would be a good way to help someone like that? Um, I don't know, honestly. I don't know. Um, Yeah. And again, it's my, my quandary here because even though given the graces I've been afforded in these six decades of life, you know, almost like I say to friends of mine, either in spite of or despite what I've done, I have all these opportunities, all this value, all these incentives to do things. I'm doing some of them in piecemeal. Some start here, some start there. Nothing's really getting completed yet. They're in the process of being completed. But I wonder, I have all that with any dire or really tragic things that are happening, why can't I just focus on my purpose and, and message instead of having to be pushed to something like what she's going through? Could it, would it be easier just, hey, focus on what you have in front of you and do that and stop going to the distractions? That, that's my, my dilemma right now. Yeah. And I wrote about this. Oh, I wrote about it and then did a, a podcast on it. To me, I figured out, at least for my own purposes, what is my issue with accepting and fully embracing the whole meaning of love for me first than for other ones, for anyone else. The answer I came up with was impatience. My impatience, I thought it was a, a cute, cool, cool thing to say, cool thing to say about that's what's hindering me from embracing love for myself and for others. But my impatience really has manifested in other ways. For me, something, something I've been denying for years, decades, has been stress. I can say I don't do stress, yet I'm seeing the results of denying that stress through my impatience, meaning, you know, stroke, heart surgeries, three marriages, three divorces, many jobs back in the day, and, you know, half started initiatives, it's all manifesting here, even in my playing the trumpet. 
My impatience is coming through how I'm playing. It's coming through thin, unclear, missing notes because of my own impatience. That's stopping me from getting to the meaning of my own love. Does that make sense? Mm. I mean, I can say that in my head it makes sense. In my heart, it's not there yet to accept all that. So it'd be helpful because you're giving me the lesson on the meaning of love. Help me understand how to maybe a, another baby step to get through that obstacle called impatience. Thank you once again for joining us in this discussion. As always, stay current, stay present. It's always 820.